If you're just joining us today, we've been talking about some of the 2022 budget initiatives to be confirmed during the fall economic and fiscal update. These are moves that will impact wealthy Canadian families, many of whom are first-generational wealth and small business owners. I'm Wayne Nelson, and you're listening to Talk to the Experts. My guest today is Paul Lindsay from Macmillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the Macmillan team will be hosting two virtual webinars, Wednesday, November 9th at 6.30 p.m. and Wednesday, November 23rd at 6.30 p.m. To register, contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours or go online. The website is macmillanestate.com. That's Macmillan spelled M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N. All right, Paul, just before the break, we were talking about some ways to protect yourself and your estate from some of the uh, the wealth tax initiatives that may be coming down the pike here, and we've got a hint from that, of course, in the, in the spring budget. What tax exemptions are you recommending that families take advantage of right now? Okay, so the way the way I tend to look at this, Wayne, is is we have some some fairly traditional uh, tax exemptions that are available to us, and I'll I'll, I'll highlight some of those now. Um, I'm sure. Most of your listeners will be will be aware of these to, to some degree, but it's worth just, you know, maybe giving our our particular uh, slant or our view on it. Now, I would say that there are probably four exemptions that we should be looking at as um, as a matter of course, and the first one is your primary home and the tax exemption that that is associated with that. Now, we have to remember, of course, that your primary home is an asset that is growing tax-free through your lifetime. It's something that can be sold tax-free. So if in your lifetime you, you, know, you buy your home for $100,000, then you sell it for a million dollars. Well, if that is your main residence, your principal home, you don't pay any tax on that gain. And the same is true when you, when you pass away. Your, your estate doesn't pay tax on the uh, increase in value of, of this particular asset. But there is a bit of a misconception, um, not just in our industry, but within society. And that is this, that people often think that because they've got older, they should be downsizing. They should be moving from the, you know, the family home to a condo or something like that. It's, it's just, it, it's what people seem to think they should be doing as they get older. Now, there are some things to, 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 to bear in mind here, because, of course, some people, their biggest asset is their, their main home. They want to sell it because, you know, they, they perhaps need to release some of that equity to, to fund their, their retirement. But let's say that that isn't the case. They're just doing it because they, they feel as though they should. Well, but there's a workload aspect too, Paul. Uh, you know, it gets to a point where, you know, yard work is like, hey, I just don't have the energy to do that or the inclination. Correct. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I feel as though I'm reaching that point myself. But the, the, the point is, is, yes, exactly as you say. Some people just think, okay, let's, let's, let's reduce that workload. Um, let's move to a smaller property. And, and that's, that's absolutely fine. But what we will often say is that, or we will often consider is, well, let's try and preserve this exemption. So if you are downsizing and you don't need to, to release any of the value to fund retirement, then perhaps what you should be thinking is, well, you know, if I live in my home that's worth, for example, a million dollars, 
rather than say, okay, I'm going to buy this condo worth half a million and, you know, we, we've got this other half a million for, for, for whatever we need, let's consider maybe buying rather than the ground floor condo, let's buy the penthouse that's also worth a million because by doing so, we're preserving that capital gains exemption. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so, so that that really is something that we we need to need to look at. And, and conversely, we find that many young people they understand how this uh, this this exemption works. So they actually try and buy the the most expensive, the biggest home that they can afford because they can see that any growth in the value of the asset is entirely tax free. Okay. Um, and then I, I suppose typically the next next exemption we'd look at would be your tax-free savings account. Now, as I'm, I'm sure you're aware, the, the maximum you can contribute every year is is, is around that six thousand dollar mark. In in some you know really high value estates, it might be a little bit of a drop in the ocean, but we still should be using it in insofar as, as as we're we're able to just simply because again everything in that account any growth is tax free so we use it because it's there i mean it's uh it's as i said it's quite a, a modest exemption but if it's available as i said let's use it yeah i mean it's not just cash sitting there you can have your investments in there uh and your portfolio uh, growing uh and it is tax free so why not take advantage of it Correct. And, and then insofar as uh, some additional investment accounts are concerned, we, we have to think about our, our RSP. Now, obviously, that's more a, a tax deferral strategy rather than an outright exemption, because, of course, you get the, the, the tax write-off when you make the deposit to your RSP. And whilst the growth is, I suppose, technically tax-free whilst that value remains in the account, of course, it's in retirement that we start paying the tax. But even when that comes to pass and we're actually drawing out of the, the RSP or the RIF, there are a number of strategies that we can use to mitigate that, 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 that level of tax. And that's why it's a good idea to talk to you folks at Macmillan Estate Planning so you can uh, get some clarification on what those strategies are. Ab- absolutely. I mean, the, the strategy around the RSP is, is quite... Uh, quite involved, but it's one of those things that you know when you have a when you have a spreadsheet in front of you, and I know that's not everyone's cup of tea, as it were, but it really does come to life then. All right, and the fourth um, uh, tax exemption, Paul. I did promise four, didn't I, Wayne? That's you correct. did. So, uh, so, so the last one is uh, an exemption that really is is only applicable if you own a small. Canadian controlled business, or indeed if you have a farm. Now, if you um, qualify, if your business qualifies or your farm qualifies, what that means is that you can claim this exemption, which if it's for a business, it's approximately $850,000, whereas if it's for a farm, it's a million dollars. Okay? So for a business, an individual who owns shares in, in what we call a qualifying small business corporation may be able to claim that additional $850,000 or more when, when those, you know, maybe the shares in the business are, are sold, which gives rise to a uh, taxable event, or indeed if it's a farm, if an individual owns farm property or just an interest in a, a family 
farm partnership or shares in a family corp uh, farm corporation, again, at that point, they can claim that million-dollar exemption when the farm is sold. Now, these criteria that Canada Revenue have are quite strict. So we need to look at this on a family-by-family family or case-by-case case basis. But you can see, I mean, these, these exemptions are available to, to individuals. So you can, you can see the potential for multiplying them through, um, you know, particularly if you have a family owned by, uh, say, mum and dad, and they, you know, bring on board the children. We can multiply those exemptions so the value to the family can be, pretty significant. All right, we're going to pause for a break right now, Paul. The Macmillan team will be hosting two virtual webinars, Wednesday, November 9th at 6.30 p.m. and Wednesday, November 23rd at 6.30 p.m. to talk about these kind of strategies. To register, you'll need to contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or you can visit their website for more information at macmillanestate.com. Paul Lindsay from Macmillan Estate Planning is my guest today, and we'll be back with more on Talk to the Experts.